Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Very Cold Lasagna Podcast, your filthy casual place for all the filthy casual take on the world of sports. I am Dylan Lasagna, and welcome back to, well, the Icy Yet Spicy Podcast, episode number 126 of this filthy casual show. So I had to call a little bit of an audible here. Um, I said I was going to be reviewing the Royal Rumble in between championship games, but um, I had to call a little bit of an audible here because, well, um, well, I didn't really have enough time to <laughs> go back, watch the Royal Rumble because, well, um, it's just been a busy weekend um, with, well, with work, reviewing, uh, watching these uh, conference championship games along with the Royal Rumble. It's just been very busy. Um, and obviously... <laughs> My biggest prioritization is, well, football. So, yeah, I had to call a little bit of an audible. And in this episode, we're going to be reviewing the conference championship game, the AFC championship game between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. So for those of you expecting uh, the WWE Royal Rumble review, um, you'll get that in the next episode. Guaranteed. I guarantee you that. And that will be coming up shortly um, in this week. So, yeah, this episode, um, yeah, we're going to be reviewing the AFC Championship game um, that happened right after, well, the NFC Championship game that I don't want to talk about anymore. Um, I really don't. (laughs) So, the winner of this game was going to meet the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. I really don't give a shit about anymore. Um, So, yeah, this, this, though, was going to be a big game. This was going to be a big game between the Bengals and the Chiefs. The rematch from last year um, where the Bengals found a way to come back, upset uh, Kansas City um, in overtime to punch their ticket in Super Bowl 56. Um, and that that big matchup against the Rams. Hopefully this time around, um, for Kansas City at least, they were looking for revenge and returned to the Super Bowl since uh, Super Bowl 54, well, yeah, we all know what happened there. Uh, meanwhile, for the Bengals, they were looking to go out, uh, get their own redemption from last year, com- and complete, kind of complete step one of that redemption um, and get back to the Super Bowl after losing it last year against the Rams. So that was step one. Uh, uh, that This was their step one. Beating Kansas City again. On the road in the AFC Championship game in the capper of Conference Championship Sunday. Could they do it? Well, we we're about to find out. Um, so first things first, before we talk about this game more in depth, um, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, as I mentioned before, um, I had to call a little bit of an audible here. We're, we're talking about this AFC Championship game first um, instead of the Royal Rumble. So the Royal Rumble review uh, will be after um, this AFC Championship game recap. So, for those of you expecting it, I do apologize. There's just a lot of my on my plate right now with um, the cha- conference championship game reviews, uh, the recaps, and my my hectic uh, schedule <laughs> outside of this podcast. So, I do apologize. Um, I really got to catch up on the 2023 Royal Rumble. I've only watched the men's rumble and the main event, which my God, I still cannot get over. I cannot get over. It was that damn good. So anyway, uh, we're going to be reviewing that. I'm going to be reviewing that. And hopefully I got to get back on my shit on that show. So yeah, 
hopefully I'll be reviewing it in the coming day and week. Anyway, um, don't forget to watch the show, listen to the show, however you get this podcast, whether it be on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and Google Podcasts. That's where Vertical Lasagna is available. And leave a review, uh, rate the show on your preferred audio uh, platform, uh, wherever you listen to it on. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you leave a like and a comment and share it with your friends. So anyway, let's talk about this AFC Championship game uh, that happened this past Sunday uh, between the Bengals and the Chiefs. The three-seeded Bengals being the top-seeded Chiefs. So like I said, it's a rematch from last year's um, AFC title game that the Bengals won in overtime, 27-24. to If it had to go um, down the distance, Jim Nance and Tony Robo were talking about it. If it actually had to go down the distance in overtime, it would be the new overtime rules. Um, it would be each team got to possess the ball once, even if the the first team scored a touchdown, the other team would get a chance to, to try and score. So, you know, interestingly enough, these two teams were so damn good with their quarterbacks, they could even get to that point. Obviously, the biggest storyline going to this game for both of these teams were their health. Notably for Cincinnati, their offensive line. Half of it was, well, missing. Half of their starting offensive line is missing. Like, Lyle Collins, out for the season with a torn ACL. Alex Kappa, um, pretty much um, wasn't going to be available for this game with an injury. Um, I, I think it was like a knee injury um, for this game. Center Ted Karras um, was potentially not going to play this game. Um, with a apparent uh, knee issue as well. So a lot of decisions um, had to be made. Um, Jackson uh, Carmen uh, was uh, did fine in, in the Bills game. And, well, what about the other linemen? What about the other linemen that uh, played in, in the AFC title game or in the last game? Uh, what about right tackle Hakeem Adeniji or Max Sharping? They, I mean, they did okay. How are they going to do against the pass rush of Frank Clark and Chris Jones? Those two line, oh, those two defensive linemen alone are much better than, well, whatever the Bills had. Meanwhile, for the Kansas City Chiefs, they had an injury concern of their, their own. One, Patrick Mahomes. He was coming to this game with a high ankle sprain. Um, you saw him in that game against the Jacksonville Jaguars in the divisional game. He didn't have the same mobility um, that he did um, against... Uh, the all elite Jaguars um, in that game when he got hurt um, when he came back in the second half he couldn't he couldn't put any pressure on that ankle uh, and he couldn't run run outside the pocket all he could do was be a mo- uh, pocket quarterback um, but he's still able to make those plays so he committed to playing in this game um, despite the risks it had so we were going to be in for something we we're going to be in for an interesting uh, kind of game where Mahomes was, again, going to have to be a pure pocket quarterback. So, that being said, everyone, uh, including, I think including myself, picked the Cincinnati Bengals to pick the Chiefs uh, to win uh, to win this game because, well, we didn't know what to expect from Patrick Mahomes in just purely in the pocket. So, yeah. I think Joe Burrow would have taken advantage of that. So, unfortunately, they didn't exactly feel that way um, going into this uh, going st- when this game started. 
Because when this game started, when the Bengals got the ball first, the offensive line immediately, immediately, uh, it, they just immediately folded. Um, despite some good throws to Jamar Chase, well, they the offensive line um, it, get, allowed Burrow to eat the first sack of the game. And that ended up being the first of many sacks uh, for Joe Burrow in that game. So once the Bengals had to punt, it was time to see what Patrick Mahomes could do purely inside the pocket. I mean, again, we've seen it before against the Jaguars in the last game. We were going to bet to see it for a full 60 minutes. And admittedly, he actually did pretty okay. I mean, actually more than okay. He actually did uh, pretty good thanks to his uh, supporting cast. Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, they were purely playing the yak game. You know, how like, how like the 49ers do? They they take that yak game and eat it up. So they make it to the red zone. Um, they initially had a touchdown, but yeah, it was actually ruled that uh, Kadarius Toney um, didn't have complete control of the ball. Rule incomplete. The Chiefs challenged it, actually. I don't know why they did. Um, and then they lose the challenge, clearly, and they lose a timeout, and they got to settle for three. But then the Bengals um, responded by having their offensive line uh, falling apart again. Two straight sacks. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Two straight sacks um, from their offensive line allowed onto Joe Burrow. And it was going to be a long-ass game. It was going to be a long-ass game, just like last year. And, you know, when I'm thinking about it, I was just thinking... I don't know if they can do it. I don't like, you know, as first really as good as Joe Burrow is. And in spite of how much he overcame last year, this pass rush, I mean, it's the same one, but that offensive line is not doing so well. It is not doing as well as it did. But even if it's makeshift then and it's makeshift now, it's not doing that good as it did holding them up last year. So you get into the second quarter. The Bengals defense still having problems. Um, not not just not only just getting to Mahomes, but stopping the yak game that they're that Andy Reid was just pretty much putting out there uh for the world to see. But I mean, hey, you limit them to a field goal again. Um after another touchdown that was called back, um, this time to a penalty. And once the Bengals get the ball back, they they at least finally get to the red zone. They're within striking distance to take the lead. But unfortunately, uh, they have to settle for three. And then right after that, the, the Chiefs respond with a touchdown. Mahomes easily finds Kelsey, 13-3, Chiefs. And then the Bengals, with the, with the pressure, finally eating up on them. They make the first major mistake of the game. Joe Burrow throws a heavy pressure interception because the offensive line is cratering. They are crating down. And Joe Burrow doesn't get out of the pocket. I don't know why he didn't, but beats me. So he throws a heavy pressure interception into the arms of rookie Jalen Watson. Um, and by the way, the corners for Kansas City, you got to give them a little bit of credit here. They they did pretty good in relief of the starting ones because um, they got hurt. Um, but unfortunately, the Chiefs couldn't take advantage of on, on offense. So Burrow, yet again, um, unfortunately, threw another bad interception, but this time he got bailed out by pass interference, and you know kept since he since he's hope, hopes alive of just getting to striking distance, getting to scoring territory, 
getting that touchdown. But they stalled. And going to halftime, it was a 13-6 uh, halftime lead for Kansas City. And this, this is actually pretty... Um, this was kind of a pretty exciting game. Um, at least a more interesting one than, well, what we got earlier to see with, well, yeah, that that game that shall not be named. So th- compared to uh, last year's uh, AFC title game, this game was a chess battle. This game was who's going to blink first. Um, and apparently, from, at least from what we were seeing in the first half, the Bengals were blinking. They were shooting themselves in the foot with a lot of mistakes and their inability, yes, with a makeshift offensive line to protect Joe Burrow. But hey, at least last year, uh, with that makeshift offensive line in the first half, they were at least giving Burrow a kind of some time to throw the damn ball. Here, they can't do it. They cannot do it. So the Chiefs, on the other hand, were able to push the field. Despite Patrick Mahomes' uh, bum ankle and him mostly staying in the pocket. And yes, when he had to run out of the pocket, I mean, yeah, he was in obvious pain, but he was still able to seamlessly make those plays to Travis Kelsey, to Isaiah Pacheco, Kadarius Tony, and others. I mean, he just had to do it in other ways. So the Chiefs were easily winning the chess battle um, against uh, Cincinnati. But who was going to win the war? Well, let's talk about the second half because, um, you know, Cincinnati at least managed to get the the Chiefs off the field right away um, to start the second half. And then, my lord, my lord, um, when Joe Burrow has time to throw um, and when the offensive line at least holds up, they actually do a good job. Like, the offense does a good job um, because... Once he gets a big yeet bomb to T. Higgins, like, man, that was that was actually impressive. Um, he makes this impressive jump ball catch uh, in double coverage, and the game is tied 13 at all. Um, but unfortunately, um, that's quickly erased. Uh, Mahomes retakes the lead um, as he somehow threaded the needle to um, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who actually did pretty good um, um, in, in speed. Uh, en route to that touchdown, took a 20 to 13 lead. And then towards the end of the third quarter, um, the Bengals uh, recovered a fumble um, because Mahomes had uh, slipped out the ball on a quick pass. So they recovered it. And then going to the fourth quarter, Cincinnati took advantage of that. Uh, Joe, Joe Burrow threw a big pass to Jamar Chase, set that up in the red zone for Samaj P. Ryan, the backup running back, for a goal line touchdown run. 20 all. 20 all. So here we go. It was getting tight. We were getting to the to the big moment of the game. And well, certainly Cincinnati got it for pretty much a lot of the wrong reasons. Um, this is where they really fell apart um, in this game. Because, well, Joe Burrow, first, he threw a bad under badly underthrown ball. Let he it it got tipped. Got intercepted late in the in the fourth quarter. Sure, the the Chiefs managed to the they 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 managed to stop since uh, the Chiefs get a punt. Um, but before that, before that, uh, the the referee Ron Tolbert 
Um, they, I think with less than three minutes to go, he stops the play or he calls the play shut down. And then on that third down play, and then he, he can, he allows them, the chiefs to redo the play. I'm like, huh? Huh? Wait, hold on. There was a flag for holding, right? But then you allowed the chiefs to redo the play because the play got shut down for what? That didn't make any sense. So, I mean, I don't know if it mattered in the grand scheme of things because they, the Chiefs still ended up punting anyway. Um, but it was just like, damn. Like, when, are these refs really trying? Like, did the refs just really show that they wanted Kansas City the whole time? Did they really want Kansas City to um, go face Philadelphia because, oh, we want that money. We want those ratings, pal. Now, we don't want that uh, San Francisco-Cincinnati game. That's boring. We want the high-flying power, man. We want the fly. Kansas City, fly. But, unfortunately for the Bengals, um, they couldn't take advantage of it, um, despite a big third-down conversion uh, to Hayden Hurst. Um, And that was because, well, the offensive line folded yet again. Um, They allowed Joe Burrow to take... A not only an intentional ground grounding penalty um, that would have been bad had the Hayden Hurst conversion failed, and they allowed Joe Burrow to eat yet another critical sack. Uh, this time by Chris Jones, and I think it was the seventh overall sack from the Chiefs. So that offensive line was really falling apart. It had it not fallen apart enough. So the Chiefs used their last timeout, um, or their second timeout, I think. And then they get the ball back with I think about like 41 seconds to go. So things get even worse for Cincinnati because the rookie returner, uh, punt returner, Sky Moore, ran it off, returned it for a big, big return up midfield. So all Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs had to do was get a couple yards, get in uh, Harrison Butker's field goal range um, to kick a game-winning field goal. So it seemed like the Bengals were fucked. And fortunately for them, at least, they seem to have stopped them on third down. Um, And at least for the meantime, forced them to make a big decision on first down. I think it was like eight seconds left to go. They weren't even in Harrison Butker's range yet. Was it three seconds or like um, eight, eight? I don't remember. Like less than like seven seconds left to go, I think. But then... I don't know, man. Defensive end, Joseph Asai. I don't know what his thought process was. He unnecessarily pushed Mahomes when he already converted the first down. He pushed him out of bounds. And then they called, of course, called the flag. And not only that, he hurts himself. Um, he hurts himself in the process. He, I think he got cramps or something, or like he actually hurt his knee. But it was just so unnecessary. It really was unnecessary. Like, it's just it just reminded me uh I hate to say it, Talano Hufunga, what he did to Jalen Hurts in the NFC title game earlier in the day, and then now in this in this time of the game, with the game on the line, you do this kind of thing. Like there's no there's no way to describe it. It's pure stupidity. You cost your team the game. And I know he apologized. He he feels bad. He he was it was clear. 
He, re he really regretted it, but you cannot do that. You cannot do that. In that kind of situation, it, it's like maybe the momentum was like forcing you, but you gotta have that kind of situational awareness to not push him out of bounds when he's already out of bounds. <laughs> Does that make sense? You cannot push him when he's already out of bounds. That's a big no-no. You know what that equals? Flag. Yellow flag. Yellow hacky sack. That means the Chiefs were already going to be well into Harrison Bucker's range with, I think it was like, like six seconds left to go. No, eight seconds left to go or five seconds. I'm losing track of the time here. With at least a good amount of seconds for Harrison Bucker to easily make the Super Bowl ticketing field goal. Um, this, and after some failed laterals by the Bengals, the Chiefs would seal their spot in the Super Bowl against, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles in Arizona. And the Chiefs avenged their, their loss to the Bengals last year, 23-20. to 20. So, there you have it, folks. The Super Bowl is set. Um, the Eagles are going to face the Chiefs just like, well, the NFL asked for. I mean, as much as a good game, good game this really was, um, and slightly more than last year, um, because just of how these two teams went back and forth, and how tense it really was, I say the officiating um, in it kind of ruined, uh, kind of ruined the ending. Um, yeah, it did, because like the third down thing was, yeah, I don't know why that had to happen, but then. The pushing out of bounds was also justified at the same time. So I get kind of why people were upset um, that officiating ruined a game again to make it about themselves. But at the same time, that last call on Joseph Asai was also pretty justified because going to my next point, the Bengals had a lot of opportunities to take this game against Kansas City, but they didn't. They absolutely had plenty of opportunities and they couldn't take advantage of it. They had the opportunity to prey on a limping, pretty much a a one-legged Patrick Mahomes, and they absolutely did nothing with it. They allowed Mahomes to pretty much operate the offense as if he was Tom Brady, um, just younger. And the, the supporting cast was pretty much like went supernova on them. So it's like, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't keep that in. They didn't keep that in their thoughts, I guess. And what also hurts the, hurts the Bengals in this case is that they couldn't make up for their lack of offensive line compared to last year. And man, it just they, it just proves that they really missed tackle Lyle Collins and guard Alex Kappa in this situation. And if they were there, um, I think the Bengals would have had a really good time. Um, protecting Joe Burrow and giving that um, them time to go to Jamar Chase, go to T Higgins. And yeah, I think not having Tyler Boyd either hurt them too, but the protection for Joe Burrow was key, was key for them to beat uh, the chiefs in this game. And for the chiefs though, their defense, notably Chris Jones and the rookie corners, who had to fill in for the injured starters, they stepped up. They stepped up to make some of the biggest plays of the game. 
Um, and for Chris Jones, uh, some some big sacks um, late in the game. And the Kelsey led supporting cast made life easy for Mahomes, um, getting the the key first downs, um, the key yards at the to catch. I know I say it a million times on this uh, episode, but I mean it's true. It is true. So overall, this was a really good game, really tight one, back and forth affair. I mean, it wasn't like oh oh let's go crazy, let's try to make a big comeback like last year. This was a good back and forth affair, really balanced. Um, yeah, the ending was kind of meh. Uh, it was kind of sus, but in the end, the Bengals had plenty of opportunities. They didn't take it. Um, they actually shot themselves in the foot. Um, and the Chiefs, they, as for as uh, handicapped as they were, they, they still made the most of their opportunity and felt like they operated as normal. So they're the ones going to the Super Bowl, um, twenty-three to twenty, and now they actually have a, at least a week or two to see if Mahomes can be at least. Um, at least 80 or 85% to, and hopefully he can have his mobility back um, against, well, one mobile quarterback in Jalen Hurts. But before we talk a little bit about the Super Bowl um, to end this episode, let's talk about um, the offseason for Cincinnati uh, briefly. Because unfortunately for the Bengals, uh, their bid for a Super Bowl return ended in the AFC Championship. And now they got to look ahead to an important offseason. I mean, yeah, they got a shitload of money to uh, to spend uh, this offseason, but there are some things they got to prioritize first. I think the most important thing for them is, well, a contract extension for Joe Burrow. He's eligible for it, and I feel like they're gonna they're going to give him the wad, but how much of the wad? Um, they also think about giving a contract extension for uh, their rookie receiver. Uh, their the receiver, T. Higgins, who's on a rookie contract. He's in the final year of said rookie contract. So do you, do you give both of them a big, fat contract extension? No, More so, Joe Burrow. Maybe give a modest uh, contract to T. Higgins because I feel like large-ass receiver money, I don't know about, about that. And then you got some key free agents, um, notably Jesse Bates, who didn't want to play under the franchise tag with the Bengals, and you could see him walk. And if he does, um, I think Daxon Hill would be a good villain replacement for him. Um, linebacker Jermaine Pratt, who had some notable words for his teammate. Um, yeah, uh, Joseph Asai after the game. And sure, he apologized, but, I mean, you never know. Uh, Von Bell. Uh, is a notable free agent, and if he goes, you, you're going to have to replace him. Uh, Eli Apple, their, their corner, who actually, I mean, he did pretty decent this year compared to last year. And then tight end Hayden Hurst. He was a big weapon in the middle of the field uh, for the Bengals. And, yeah, you might have I'm, I'm not. I think you have to reconsider. You have to consider re-signing him because – they haven't had a reliable tight end um, and before he Hurst come, came along. I mean, he's not the best tight end or one of the best in the league, but hey, he's at least a reliable option when Chase, uh, Higgins, Boyd are all covered up. Uh, well, some of their needs that they have to address in the offseason is obviously getting some depth in the offensive line because, 
yeah, when Lyle Collins, Alex Kappa, Ted Karras went down, yeah, once again, just like in the 2021 season, it went to shit. That makeshift offensive line was bad. So they they sh- they could use this draft, the NFL draft, to re- replenish the 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 depth at the offensive line position. Maybe get another starter or two um, to fill in the ranks uh, of their offensive line and hope and maybe hopefully uh, aside get someone aside alongside Lyle Collins and Alex Kappa. Who knows? And then maybe a tight end if Hayden Hurst doesn't come back. Whether if he even does, Devin Hurst to get a backup one. So the Cincinnati Bengals have some things to take care of in in the offseason, both in free agency and the draft, extending Joe Burrow. So a lot of things for the Bengals to um do if they want to get back to this point and back to the Super Bowl in the 2023 season. Speaking of the Super Bowl, well. Here we are. Here we are in the Super Bowl that, well, if you're a Niners fan, it's like trying to watch the two evils. <laughs> the two evils. Uh, and ironically enough, I'm wearing the colors of the team that is playing. I mean, it's not it's not out of uh it, it's not out of irony. It's and it's also not purposely. I just happened to wear them. I mean, if you're watching the the YouTube version it, or, or listening to it on audio, I'm wearing, well, the color of the team, the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I just happened to be wearing it, okay? But in actuality, it's actually the, the, the color of Grove Street families. Yeah. Carl Johnson. Yeah. Grove Street. Yeah. Fuck them Eagles. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so yeah, yeah, Super Bowl Fifty Seven, yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 the game, the Super Bowl that the Niners, the Niners fans will be dreading, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, if you're a very neutral fan, um, obviously this is a Super Bowl that you'll either love or hate because, well, these are two teams that have been. Like well, they're the top seed for a reason. They got two dynamic offense. There are two dynamic offenses, um, and for the Philadelphia Eagles, at least they have they have one of the more balanced teams with a really good offense. Um, at least, well, on paper, I don't know about that NFC Championship game on Sunday, um, and at least uh, defensively, they got a really good pass rush and a really good passing defense. And for the Chiefs, obviously, you can't go wrong, I guess, with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco, who's emerged as a really good running back for them. And then defensively, um, there's some concerns on their secondary, but their pass rush with Frank Clark and, and Chris Jones and Willie Gay, they, they, they also can be um, just as good if the pass rush can hit home. So, obviously... Um, Andy Reid is going to play play his former team again. Um, he's going to be coaching against his former team again. This time, on it matters most on the biggest stage in Arizona on in Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Obviously, we'll be talking more about that um, reluctantly 
when the time comes, when it's time to preview this next week. Yeah, reluctantly. But obviously, it's a big matchup. Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts. Um, Nick Sirianni versus Andy Reid. The Kelsey brothers. Jason versus Travis Kelsey. Woo! Yeah. So anyway, um, that was the AFC Championship game for you. Um, the, the Chiefs uh, avenged their loss from last year against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, 23-20. to 20. Um, What do you all think about um, that, that AFC title game rematch? Um, was it good? Was it bad? Um, are you in any way, shape, or form excited for the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 57? Whether you're a fan of either team, let me know in the comments or send out a message on social media at Very Cold Lasagna. However you want to um, start up a discussion, let me know. However you can. But anyway, this is Dylan Lasagna of Very Cold Lasagna. And keep that lasagna very cold in the fridge with your takes on the world of sports. Thank you for tuning in to another episode, episode number 126 of this icy yet spicy podcast. And until next time, peace out.